Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Afternoon to you, Max. How's it going? Yeah, good. What have you been up to? Um, not much. Keeping busy? Yeah. Mm. And uh, you've dragged a few ragamuffins in off the uh, street, I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brought some friends along today? Yeah. Would you like to introduce them? Uh, Jesse and Otis. G'day, Jesse and Otis. I believe you've uh, possibly been here before. Know how this whole thing works? Yeah, maybe. Sort of, kind of. Uh, Do we grill them with the whole uh, favourite sweet treat thing? That's that's usually what we do to uh, people in the studio, because my memory's not all that good. Jesse, what's your favourite sweet treat or afternoon uh, Uh, snack? I've got no idea. Got no idea? There's nothing that you just gravitate towards to. You're just a grazer. Whatever's put in front of you, you'll, you'll eat it. Yeah. Otis, you're a bit the same? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something about growing lads that uh, doesn't matter what the food is. Uh, do you, Chocolate or lollies? Um, uh, chocolate. Chocolate? I think Otis? chocolate. Ah, Max? Chocolate. Chocolate. Okay, well... We've got a definitive answer on that one. <laughs> okay, well, for those who might be newly acquainted to the show, this is a show all about uh, afternoon treats and things of that nature. Um, to kick the show off, we're going to take a look in the yum box and uh, find out what's in there. <laughs> Okay, we've moved from Scandinavia to Germany, and uh, we should say we, we had a week off last week. That's why we're uh, probably sound a bit rusty. Because uh-huh. uh, uh, did everyone have a happy Mother's Day? Yeah. Yep. Just spoil yep. your mums. <laughs> Otis, what was uh, what was on the Mother's Day schedule for you? I had a fire. Yes. <laughs> Not a house fire, I hope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a campfire sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. And were there any sweet treats involved with? Mum's presents or yeah. breakfast in bed or anything like that? Kind of, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> How about you, Jess? Um, not really much, actually. Oh, <laughs> goodness me. And no. Max, do you spoil, uh, spoil your mum? Yeah, we went to Geelong. Yeah. What did you get up to in Geelong? Um, seeing my nannies. Nice. Very yeah. good. Getting the second generation of uh, mums into Mother's Day. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> well... That means that uh, the German treats have been an extra week in the box. What uh, <laughs> what have you picked out for us this week, Max? Puffed rice and creamy milk chocolate bar. Righto. And spring onion rings. Spring onion rings. Excellent. 
So uh, the Yumbox has all sorts of things from around the world. We're currently in Germany. That's where all these particular treats are from. So, uh, okay. Puffed rice and creamy milk chocolate bar first, considering you're all chocoholics. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, these are the Sunrise Crunchy Bars, Germany's creamier take on the Crunch Bar. Now, have we had crunch on the show? Not for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like puffed rice, you owe Ferdinand Schumacher some thanks for that. You puffed rice fans, rice bubbles and things of that nature? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After immigrating to the US from Germany, he began selling ground oats from his mill, just as he'd been doing back home. From this very mill emerged the Quaker Oats Company, which are the pioneers of puffed rice cereal. Though back then they marketed it at uh, food shot from guns of peace. Now that's a description. <laughs> food shot from guns of peace. Because the rice was puffed via a pressurised cannon. So they literally shot the um, rice out to make it puffy. Uh, the yum in your hand is the latest German puffed rice innovation. It's uh, slathered in milky cream and decadent chocolate, which is, um, yeah, looking pretty different. So uh, do you know how to say thank you in uh, German? No. Not danke. Danke. Nice. There we go. Nice okay. So do you want to describe what you've got in your hand? Um, it's, it's crispy, <laughs> chocolatey. Creamy <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Stuff. Yeah, so the puffed rice on the centre is almost bright white. Mm-hmm. There's little flecks of perhaps chocolate through the middle of it, but majority is this white creamy centre and the puffed rice. And compound chocolate on the outside. Now, do you gentlemen know what compound chocolate is? No idea. Mm-hmm. Nope. So um, when you think of a chocolate block... That's kind of your milk chocolate. Compound chocolate is, I think, from memory, they use, they don't use as much cocoa solid in it. It's it's not really fake chocolate, but it's very waxy. Yeah. So lots of chocolate bars have it on the outside. This is kind of just coated in it. <laughs> uh, got a bit of a crisscrossy zigzag pattern on the bottom. Checkerboard, yeah. maybe. Mm. But uh, majority of this looks like it's just going to be a crunchy rice snack with a little bit of a chocolate taste. Max has gone for the... Crunch. Otis and Jesse munching away there. What's your thoughts, gents? Different. Hmm. I'm not quite sure what I was expecting, but that's not quite what it was. <laughs> the puffed rice gives it... Like, it is... There's... Okay, I was predicting it was going to taste like an LCM. Yeah. Was anyone else thinking that? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, but it's not going to because there's no marshmallow. It's got a much milkier taste to it. Like, it's almost like drinking cream. (laughs) Is anyone else getting that? Mm. Mm, It's a really creamy taste. So that white, um, that white stuff must be (laughs) almost solidified cream. (laughs) Because it's made of chocolate... Um, vegetable oil, dry whole milk, non-fat dry milk, lactose, puffed wheat. So yeah, they've they've injected the puffed rice with lactose. So it's it's it is milky rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like creamed rice, but it's dried out. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the best description. Quite crunchy. Yeah. Mhm. What's the texture like for you? 
different fluffy food. kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's an odd combination in your mouth. <laughs> I can't quite... It doesn't have the same texture as anything to compare it to. <laughs> yeah. Or if it does, it's at the very back of my mind. It's almost like um, those toffee crisp things. You know how sometimes you'll get popcorn in toffee? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's kind of got a... that the Because it's puffed rice, it's really dry and almost stale taste. Mm. Yeah. Almost. Kind of like stale popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> but what are we thinking? Oh, is that... We fans of it? I like it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Like it. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to that thing of... Uh, you, you'll eat anything. <laughs> uh, out of two thumbs, what are you giving it? Uh, both of them. Yeah. Two yeah, thumbs up? All of you? Wow, okay. I'm really cut on that one. I'm giving it half a thumb. I'm not a... Uh, it's just got this weird texture and I, I can't can't deal with it. <laughs> Let's see if the uh, spring onion puts a spring in my step. So, um, the last German yum that we had was um, the... Um, ketchup and fries but uh, this time they're a different type of chip they are onion spring onion in particular so the Weimar Onion Festival originates back to 1653 as a way for locals to share their onions for winter um, in the oldest folk festival so it's 157 years older than the Oktoberfest celebrations Today, over 300,000 annual attendees stock up on fresh onions and relish some of the uh, famous onion pie, watch the crowning of the Onion Queen. <laughs> Sounds like um, a lot of fun. Um, so, let's find out why they think these uh, spring onion treats taste so good. They look a little bit like burger rings, kind of, but they're... Mm-hmm. A lot lighter in colour. Kind yeah. of light yellow. Crunchy. Very crunchy. Very dry. Mm. Similar to... Um, uh, you can see flecks of the green seasoning on them. Is it just spring onion? Cornflower, sunflower oil, onion powder, sea salt... Corn protein. Yeah, there's not really much in the way of flavouring. It's, it's pretty no. much salted spring onion. What do you think of Otis? It's pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, I like it. Jesse? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, it's like I'm, hollow, kind of. It's got a very, yeah, hollow it's taste. taste. They kind of pop in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. they're almost... Um, They've got the same consistency as croutons, like that dried bread. That yeah, yeah, super crunchy. I I enjoy things like twisties a bit better than this. Yeah, it's the same process, but yeah, spring onion chips aren't doing it for me, Max. It's good. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm really on the wrong side of the table today, obviously. Out <laughs> <laughs> uh, of two thumbs. Uh, one thumb up. One yeah, thumb up. one. Yeah. I'll give it two. Giving it two. Yeah. Otis is on the, nice yeah. the Germany train this week. 
Well, let's see if you're on the trivia train. We do have some uh, German trivia to share with you. Um, and again, we haven't worded anyone up on this. It's multiple choice, so there's a chance. One in four, you'll get this correct. Um, how does the city of Friedberg honour Elvis Presley? Do they hold an annual Elvis dancing contest? Do they feature him on their coat of arms? Do they depict him on their pedestrian crossing lights? Or do they play Love Me Tender after every news broadcast? Four very different options there. How does Friedberg honour Elvis Presley? Do they have an Elvis dance contest? Is he on their coat of arms? Is he the outline on their pedestrian crossing lights? Or do they play Love Me Tender after every news broadcast? I reckon it's uh, Crossing Lights. Crossing Lights? I reckon one. You think they hold an Elvis dancing contest? Maybe. Jesse? You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea? Pick one in four. You could be uh, on a winner. Um, lights. The Lights? Yeah. So, Otis, I'm afraid, <laughs> it wasn't yours. But, <laughs> Max and Jesse, they do indeed have Elvis. Um, this city is famous for its castles, medieval baths, and Elvis. He was stationed there from 1958 to 1960 whilst he was serving the US Army. And today, the city pays homage by having all the pedestrian crossing lights featuring his image. Mm -hmm. So locals stop when they see a red silhouette of Elvis holding a microphone, and they cross when a green dancing Elvis signals it's time to rock and roll. (laughs) Um, What do locals call the Chancellor's Office in Berlin? Do they call it the Green Room, the Washing Machine, the Aquarium, or the Brain? their chancellors kind of like their head honcho we've got the mayor of Colac who's in uh, the, mm. the council building but what do they call their chancellor's office the green room the washing machine the aquarium or the brain the brain the brain it makes sense Max. to me the brain makes sense yeah, yeah it does unfortunately Oh. It's not the brain, it is the washing machine. Oh. The Chancellor's that. Office is dubbed the wash machine because of its most unusual feature. A huge circular glass window that looks like a washing machine door. <laughs> uh, Gerard Schroeder, the Chancellor from 1998 through to 2005, disliked the design claiming people could see into his bathroom. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the city of Reutlingen has what? Is it the world's smallest calculator, the world's largest rubber band ball, the most Olympic athletes of any city, or the narrowest street in the world? Which Mm. one? The city of Reutlingen? Is it the world's smallest calculator, the world's largest rubber band ball, ball of rubber bands, the most Olympic athletes, or the narrowest street? Street, I reckon. Yeah. This is street. Max is agreeing with street. Street. Wow, you got it. The uh, Spreusenhopstress, the narrowest street in the world, measures a mere 12.12 inches at its narrowest and 19.7 inches at its widest. It was built in the 18th century. The street is only getting smaller because one of the building walls that makes up its path is slowly leaning out into the street. (laughs) So it's getting narrower and narrower. Last one. The Black Forest is known for its medieval pottery, the Rose Quartz Mines, Black Wombats, or Cuckoo Clocks. What is the Black Forest of Germany known for? Medieval pottery, Rose Quartz Mines, Black Wombats, or Cuckoo Clocks? 
Rose Quartz Mines. Rose Quartz Mines is Max. Clock says Jesse. Yeah, probably Rose Quartz. Rose Quartz. Unfortunately, it is Cuckoo Clocks. <laughs> cuckoo clocks have been made from the black forest wood for so long, no one knows exactly when the tradition began. Only that they were made by farmers looking for income during the winter months. So today there's a very strict criteria for clocks to be certified. They must be handmade, made of black forest wood, and run mechanically by weights, a pendulum, and gears only. So there you go. There's some weird German trivia for you <laughs> on Afternoon Delight. We'll take the quickest of quick breaks and then uh, we'll get stuck into this week's topic. On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to get stuck into uh, this week's topic, which I have a funny feeling you won't have come across before. That's my prediction. So, have any of you gents heard of the star bar before? I don't think so. Don't think so? So, a star bar is a chocolate bar made by Cadbury, but it's pretty much most popular in the UK and overseas. So, uh, it's chocolate-covered, filled with caramel and crushed roasted peanuts. Um, It's sold in Canada and Germany under the name the Wunderbar. Um, it was initially popular in the mid-1970s, promoted as the munchiest bar ever. Then in 1985, it briefly became Peanut Boost. Only returned to Star Bar as popularity of the actual Boost Bar um, waned. It was promoted in the mid-1980s in the UK with a postal offer, which was three wrappers plus postage and handling got you a Star Bar ruler, pencil, and a copy of the Douglas Adams novel Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Does that sound exciting? <laughs> Collect three wrappers and you get a free pencil case and book. Uh, in Canada and Germany, the Wunderbar is Cadbury Adams, um, and it's available in mini packs, as well as a 12-gram size for Halloween. Since January 2012, Star Bars have been available in Nordic countries and manufactured by Marlboro, Sweden, which is owned by Mondelez International, who are a subsidiary of Cadbury, because Cadbury pretty much owns quite a lot of uh, chocolate, as you'd be aware. Um, but uh, Star Bars have been around in Australia since 2012. However, we don't make them here. Oh. They're made in Ireland. Mm. Um, so to get them, you've got to get them kind of specially shipped in. They're at um, kind of international stores and things like that or the international section of your local supermarket. So they're not stocked on kind of your corner store shelves. Um, They're not listed on the Cadbury Australia website, uh, but you can actually still get them in Australia because we have them in the studio today. But uh, when I say chocolate, caramel, roasted peanuts, what do you think of? Mm. Snickers. Um, Exactly. That, to me, is exactly what a star bar sounds like. But uh, you will see in a moment when we uh, do the head-to-head taste test that uh, they're very different bars indeed. <laughs> because um, do you know much about Snickers? We've talked about them briefly on Afternoon Delight before. Yeah. Um, they're made by Mars. So to me, this would be, the Star Bar would be the Cadbury alternative to a Snickers bar. Um, 
Snickers were called Marathon Bars until 1990 in the UK, um, but they come in various uh, flavours. They were originated back in 1930, named after a member of the Mars family. Who do you think was called Snickers Mars? <laughs> their, their horse. <laughs> so the uh, chocolate bar is actually named after the Mars's favourite horse. <laughs> So it um, has peanuts and caramel, but the addition of nougat in there as well, which gives it a bit of a chewy um, element to the crunch. Um, so that's what we're going to be kind of pitting head-to-head on the show today, is the Cadbury Star Bar versus the Mars Snickers. Now, I have got a couple of other versions of Snickers in um, to go head-to-head with, but uh, yeah... If you've ever had the Star Bar before and you're uh, listening in or you've never heard of it, let us know, 0439 329 713, or uh, jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, because, uh, yeah, I'd never seen the Star Bar until this show, (laughs) which is what happens with a lot of these uh, products, but um, let us know, what's your thoughts on the Star Bar? We're going to munch and crunch down on it in uh, just a moment. But um, also on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page last show, uh, we were talking chomps. So uh, the chomp bar and um, uh, its various incarnations. Um, but uh, we we did also have a bit of a break for Mother's Day. So let us know, did you spoil your mum for Mother's Day with any sweet or savoury recipes and things like that? Feel free to share that on the Facebook page as well. Righto, we'll be back after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Okay, on Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to go head-to-head and we have the Starbar versus the Snickers. Um, Just from the outset, what are you noticing about uh, Starbar and uh, Snickers? Starbars are like... Caramelly. Yeah. yeah. Very Pizza. caramelly. <laughs> so, uh, Starbar, they're saying is the caramel and peanuts. But, um, yeah, I'm seeing a lot more caramel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Snickers, just in case anyone's never seen, smelt, or heard one. It's a lot less caramelly. Covered caramel peanut bar. Yeah, you can actually see a Snickers for all its glory. Just yeah. one chomp down and you know exactly what you're in for. Yeah. Um, it's it's qu- kind of a messy looking chocolate bar. Yeah. Snickers don't look nice, but they taste amazing. Whereas the Star Bar is quite a, a smooth looking criminal. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's even though it's got the peanut through it, you, you wouldn't be able to tell from the outside because it's quite round and mm-hmm. smooth. Yeah. Whereas, um, yeah, the Snickers, you can see the funky bumps of roasted peanuts mm. to a certain degree. Not quite as out there as a picnic bar, which just mm. looks like well, yeah. <laughs> you've eaten it already. Um, <laughs> so let's go. What are you going with first, Star Bar or Snickers? Uh, which one? Star bar. Because yeah, it, it's looking the most foreign. Okay. <laughs> Jesse's going for the sniff test. How does it pass? Um, smells 
okay. Smells okay? <laughs> They've got the caramel overtones. You can smell the peanut more than the caramel. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There you go. And uh, it's been decimated, pulled to pieces. So <laughs> there's lots of, like, there's long wafting pieces of caramel. And it's not a, it's, uh, is it a smooth caramel? Because it's not kind of that ooey-gooey caramello stuff. It's like... Yeah. Almost Weird. taffy-like. Yeah. It's not, like, sticky. It's stretchy. Stretchy. Yeah. Yep. Otis is mulling it over. He's got a bit of a sly grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking as you munch down on that, Otis? I'll probably prefer it over the Snickers, probably. Ah, okay. Yeah. You're making a prediction on the uh, outset. So, is it indeed, what did they call it before, the munchiest bar ever? Chewy. It's very chewy. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell from the way you look at each other who's going to try and talk. <laughs> uh, so that the, the caramels are definitely slowing you down on your munching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Could be the munchiest bar ever. Perhaps, perhaps. How's the blend of uh, caramel to peanut? The caramel is soft, but yeah. the peanuts are crunchy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kind of works. Kind of works. You're, yeah. s- you're saying that there looked to be a lot more caramel. Is it, when you taste it, does it feel that way or is it an even blend? It can't really taste the caramel as much. Okay. Yeah, it can, mm. can really taste the peanuts more than anything. Yeah, yeah. So despite the fact you can see a heap of caramel, <laughs> it's, not doing, it's yeah. not doing the heavy lifting. Peanuts doing all the work. Okay, well then uh, let's pit it against the uh, traditional Snickers bar. So this is a caramel nougat peanut covered in chocolate and again they've gone for the <laughs> straight straight down the the bite munch and crunch what's the difference in the chomp factor here it's slightly less chewy less chewy yeah. so the new guys kind of make it a smoother ride yeah how did your prediction go, Otis? You were saying that you were going to prefer the Star Bar over the Snickers. Are you still standing by your word? or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesse, what's your thoughts? Um, you can taste the caramel more. Okay. So mm-hmm. Mar- the Mars-style caramel might be uh, a bit sweeter, perhaps, than the Cadbury? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Max, what are you thinking? I reckon the Snickers is better than the Starbuck. This could be the end of the friendship. Otis has got his uh, fists out. <laughs> um, okay, so what about the, the, the blend? So it was reasonably even, but there was more of a peanut taste to the Starbuck. Yeah. But uh, you're preferring the caramelly taste of the Snickers? Yeah. Okay. So then, head-to-head, Max is saying Snickers is better. Otis is saying Starbar is better. Jesse, not that there's any pressure, but... Uh, <laughs> um, I kind of like the Starbar, I think. Better? There yeah. You. Now, just to try and sway you even further, I've managed to track down some different flavoured uh, Snickers. So we've got a white Snickers bar. Have any of you had uh, white Snickers before? Uh, no, I haven't. Yep. So pretty much the, the same... Uh, style. It's the peanut caramel, but uh, on the outside of the nougat, you've got white chocolate. Yeah. 
Yeah. See if that floats your boat or whether it brings them over to the Snickers side of the street. A lot sweeter. A lot sweeter. Otis is looking a bit hesitant. Still going for the crunch. Any major taste difference with uh, the white chocolate versus the dairy milk? It tastes a lot different. A lot different, yeah? Yeah. In a good way, or...? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think so. You think so? <laughs> yeah, the, the jury's still out. Okay. Well, uh, it doesn't sound like we've converted uh, Otis and Jesse from their star bar likeness. Sorry, Max. You're, uh, you're out on a limb this week. Uh, we'll post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and you can have a vote if you've tried the Star Bar versus the Snickers and let us know um, on the poll. We'll be back with our sweetest tune shortly, so uh, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Afternoon Delight, it is time for our sweetest tune, and uh, what have you guys come up with <laughs> collectively, <laughs> other than uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? <laughs> what did you end up choosing? Counting Stars. Counting Stars. So, a uh, song by the American uh, rock band, or pop rock band, I guess they would be, not really rock, One Republic. Uh, it comes from their third studio album, released in 2013, and it's one of their most successful singles, reaching number one in a lot of different countries, Canada, the UK, where you could buy a star bar <laughs> if you really wanted to. Um, so apparently the idea came about as uh, trying to get one of their two favourite songs right on the album. And so they wrote Counting Stars while they were waiting for Beyonce to turn up to a studio session about a month after they'd started writing one of their other songs. And so they had the idea for Counting Stars originally in 2012 while the lead singer was part of the Hamptons. He was working the largest house he'd ever stepped foot in, which was being rented out by Jay-Z and Beyonce. He was in the middle of working on one album with One Republic and during that time was determined not to work with any other artists but he broke his promise because he did some session work with Beyonce. And uh, so while he was waiting around for her, he decided to write this. Lately I've been, I've been losing sleep Dreaming about the things that we could be But baby, I've been, I've been praying hard Said no more counting dollars, we'll be counting stars Yeah, we'll be counting that there is One Republic on Afternoon Delight, our sweetest tune this week. Counting stars as we take a look at the Star Bar. And uh, we're going to jump straight into this next segment because uh, Max is raring to go. <laughs> Okie Max, what are we making today? Five star bars. <laughs> yeah, so this is the star bar. It's similar to a, a chocolate bar like the the star bar, except uh, it's the five star bar. <laughs> yeah. But it's in a slice. So what do we need? A cup of 
a quarter of a cup of margarine melted, um, two cups of cracker crumbs, two cups of unsweetened coconut, or two cups of sweetened coconut, um, one can of sweetened condensed milk, one teaspoon of vanilla, and for the ice cream, um, icing, um, aero chocolate candy bars, and a quarter of a cup of oil. Jersey's eyes lit up when you said uh, that you're using a whole can of sweetened condensed milk. That's the best bit of that cooking, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How do you make your five-star bar? Mix the margarine, cracker crumbs, coconut, condensed milk and vanilla together. Press into an ungreased 9 by 9 pan. Bake in a 350-degree Fahrenheit oven for 10 minutes. For the icing... In a microwave-proof bowl, break up bars into smaller chunks and add to oil. Microwave for one minute or longer until the chocolate's melted. Stir and carefully spread over squares and store squares in a in the refrigerator, and that can also be frozen. So, uh, graham cracker is very American. We would probably use things like Mari biscuits or maybe even Wheaton biscuits, perhaps, um, yeah. for a similar style recipe. But uh, other than that, very similar to uh, how you'd make your very own slice there. We'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go at making your very own five-star bar slice. Um, yeah, it's all up there. We'll take the quickest of quick breaks before we come back to check out what's new on the shelf. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, Max, what is new on the shelf this week? Uh, Doritos. Doritos? No, Doritos are old hat. They're, they've been there for ages. Although they do kind of bring out some new flavours from time to time. So, uh, what new flavour is on the shelf this week? Top secret. Top secret. Yeah. So, what can, can you explain what the heck you are holding in your hand? It's like a normal Doritos bag. Oh. But... Is it? it uh, sort of. Sort of. It's almost like an inside-out <laughs> bag, I would have thought. It's it's, yeah, it's yeah, bright yeah. silver. It's There's hardly any red Doritos bag on it. Yeah. But it is stamped with top secret because you've got to work out what the flavour is. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this because I've seen some people doing taste tests of this particular packet, uh, trying to work out what it is. Max is reading the ingredients to try and work out <laughs> <laughs> what flavour it might be. Before you take, do you want to share what you've got from the ingredients list? Um. Herb spices, garlic powder, onion powder. Does that give you any clues? Like ketchup. Maybe. Stuff. Okay, yeah. so you've got garlic and herb powder. Jesse, what's your thoughts just from that ingredients list of what the flavour might be? Uh, Knowing that know. chip flavours are very good at tricking your brain. They will put certain herbs and spices together and you think, oh, wow, that tastes just like blah. When indeed 
there's no no such thing as barbecue flavour, for example. <laughs> barbecue is just a mix of certain herbs and spices. Oh, cool. On the back, there's um, it says, "Are you bold enough to join the bold flavour experiment? Guess the correct flavour and go into the runnings to win ten thousand dollars." Oh, we we could do that on the show, I guess. <laughs> Otis, uh, what's your guess? Before we we haven't even opened the packet yet. Just going from the ingredients list of onion powder and garlic and other herbs and spices that we can see on the packaging. Does that give you any clues as to what the flavour may be? <laughs> like maybe like a spring onion sort. Spring onion flavour. Oh, we have had. See, we have had spring onion chips on the show at the start from Germany. Wonder if Doritos have decided to branch out into spring onion flavoured Doritos. Let's bust open the pack and uh, see if we can narrow it down to uh, what flavour it may be. Okay, they're doing a sniff test now. Smells like ordinary Doritos. Ordinary corn chip style, cheesy. I didn't hear any cheese powder in the ingredients, though. So they're they're looking very plain corn chip. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh wow! But green black flecks. The corn chip itself looks to have little pieces of. Smells like chicken. It smells like chicken. Yeah. Chicken corn chips. Chicken and corn chips. Oh. Okay. Chorn chips. Chorn. <laughs> That's right. They are chorn flavored. Okay, so That's chicken, chicken flavor. Yeah, and like onion or something. It tastes good though. Like chicken spicy. salt. With a bit of a spicy zest to it. Yeah, they do. Like a teriyaki chicken almost. Mmm. Yeah. It's does have a chickeny taste to it. Mm-hmm. It's like pepper, maybe? Like, there's like chives and Yeah, on it. it's got a... What, it's not like a roast chicken flavour. It's something herb. chicken. Like a herb chicken. Like a... Not parmigiana, but a... Oh, what's the one with the garlic butter? I can't mm. think what it's called! What sort of food connoisseur am I? I'm, I'm saying garlic, herb, chicken, breast thingy. Oh, not Wellington, no. Um. It was in my head. Lis- listeners, 0439329713, what am I thinking of? <laughs> my head's not in the game. It's like a creamy um. ga- garlic, herb... Oh, I can't think... <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. It's on the tip of my tongue. Back in my brain, unfortunately. It's not coming anywhere near my mouth. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's got a herby, garlicky, chickeny taste. Do we all agree on that? Yeah. 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 Definitely. But as to what that herby, garlicky, chickeny thing, I was thinking like a tandoori chicken to start with, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's a bit spicy too. Yeah. Like after you. Have a bit after spice. Mm. 
Chicken after spice, yeah. <laughs> corn. I can taste a bit of corn. That's it. Acid. What's it? Acid. 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 There'll be food acid. Astrobic acid. Okay then. So Max, you're thinking it's like chicken sort of. Just plain chicken chips. Chicken corn chips. Yeah. Top of chicken. Jesse. Um. Chicken flavoured Doritos, pretty much. <laughs> chicken flavoured Doritos, yep. Otis? I reckon like a... He's got the waggly thumb out. <laughs> I reckon like a... Like a chicken... It's like almost like something you would think you'd have like in a soup sort of thing. Like a chicken and like... Oh, yeah. Veg, like onion and herb sort mm. of thing. Kiev is the word. Yeah, yeah. Like chicken Kiev. Yeah. I'm yeah, saying yeah. chicken Kiev. But it's got... It's too spicy for chicken Kiev. Maybe I do need to go with tandoori chicken. Well, the we don't know. The verdict will be out soon. Oh, okay. Otis has got a, a late entry. KFC? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. No, hang on. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have one thing left to do before we get out of here. Let's find out what's in the Kinder Surprise. Okie dokie, Max has passed over the uh, Kinder Surprise to Jesse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're getting really hard to open. They keep changing the way that they seal the foil. Yeah. They went from it being uh, a yeah. whole foil piece to two s- halves about five or six years ago or so, I think. And now they're folding it over and they're creasing it. <laughs> Jesse's trying to predict from a, a shake. Well, actually, you can work out from the shake whether or not it's going to be a put-together puzzle sort yeah. of thing. Sort of. Sort of. Sounds like. Or does it sound like a, a solid object inside? That's not solid. <laughs> okay. I doubt it. Let's find out what's inside. Ooh. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Otis has gone straight for the chocolate. I open this thing. I saw that one. You can open it. Okay, so inside the capsule oh. is... <laughs> this is looking very familiar, Max. Yeah. Is this three weeks in a row? Yeah. That we have the Cougar Puma Lioness thing. We don't quite know what it is. Instructions. <laughs> Jess is putting it together without the instructions, Max. So do you feel uh, do you feel you need to tell him about the tale? <laughs> it's always the tale. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining us on Afternoon Delight today. That is it for another week. And uh, as always... If you've got any suggestions for what you'd like to hear on the show, you can text 0439 329 713 or you can uh, jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, post your stuff up there. We'll catch you next week from 3 to do it all again. Bye-bye. See ya. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right While waiting till the middle of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clearer in the light of Always gonna be there anyway
thinking of you, working up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. 